We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for August 23rd, 2015. And uh, today I'm just going to try to get as much material covered as I can. I probably have more than I can possibly cover. Um, but with the news breaking so quickly and so the volume of it, it's just almost impossible to keep up anymore. Um, before we get into the study, just some Bible verses to kind of set the tone here. Proverbs 29, 16. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increaseth, but the righteous shall see their fall. So that's um, a really good verse regarding the day and age we're living in in particular. The wicked are multiplied wickedness is being multiplied and as a result transgression is increasing but the righteous shall see their fall okay so this is what the bible uh, talks about here and then you have that bible verse the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted uh, psalm 12 verse 8 i believe so the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. Well, what do we have in the White House? You know? And worldwide. You can look at Hollywood. You can look at just people being exalted. You know, the Kardashians. Bruce Jenner. Caitlyn. Uh, now known as Caitlyn. Um... You know, so many of the people that are exalted are just the vilest creatures on the planet. So when that happens, the wicked are going to walk on every side, as, as the Bible talks about. Psalm 119, verses 114 through 117 says, Thou art my hiding place and my shield, in reference to the Lord, God. Uh, I hope in thy word, depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God, uphold me, According unto thy word, that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up, and I shall be safe, and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually. Daniel 3, 7-18 If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay. Um, their answer to the king. So our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. Okay, And God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So he's able to do the same thing for you know, his remnant as well. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image that thou hast set up. You know, So they're, they're an excellent example of the attitude you know, whether you live or die, you don't, you don't capitulate to Satan. You don't give in. You never give up. You endure to the end, and you overcome. Period. That's what we're expected as Christians. Not everybody's going to be obviously thrown into the fiery furnace to test their faith, but you know, testing is part of being a Christian, and and I really believe a lot of testing is coming, uh, obviously by what we're looking at here. Now, I just put this in last night, this um, this broke on, on Drudge Report, 
judgeless ban on Planned Parenthood videos. Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Joanne O'Donnell ruled on Friday afternoon the Center for Medical Progress has First Amendment rights to release videos that covertly took of Stem Cell Express executives talking about buying aborted babies from Planned Parenthood. Almost immediately afterwards, the CMP released a new video that, among other things, shows the STEM Express CEO. Now, remember, they're the middleman between Planned Parenthood and, most of the time, our government, who's buying this material. Certain factions of our government buying the aborted babies or, or other medical things. But stem cell, is, is the, it's like that one layer of separation that they're acting as a go-between making a ton of money in the process. I mean, I'm sure that uh, once they sell to their end buyer, uh, you've got some kind of astronomical markup on these poor, innocent, um, dead babies that they're selling, their organs and tissues, and sometimes, as we're going to see here, fully intact babies. Uh the CMP re released a new video that, among other things, showed that STEM Express CEO joking about receiving dead babies from Planned Parenthood over lunch. Here's a picture of her um, joking about it. Kate Dyer, her name's Kate Dyer, CEO of STEM Express LLC. Just, you know, just a absolute, you know, incarnate evil we're dealing with here this latest video is only two minutes long and it is more of a trailer of things to come most of its content was made up of bits and pieces of previous videos the one new section featured kate dyer the ceo of some stem express in a lunch meeting with uh undercover operatives posing as representatives of a biotech firm it, it had been better that kate dyer had never been born even if she died now, she wouldn't be able to escape. Why? Because Jesus Christ said that it were better that, you know, a millstone were hung about your neck and you be cast into the midst of the sea than you offend one of these little ones. And that's all they do all day long is kill babies before they're ever able to be born. So Dyer is seen laughing about how Stem Cell Express purchases fully intact and aborted babies from Planned Parenthood. As she paid the check, Dyer appears to be laughing about how lab recipients of the aborted babies go into shock when they open a box to, to find a, quote, intact case, is how they're referred to in, in her, her um, she looks to me, you know, like a, 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 a bull, you know, lesbian you know, and this is their way of, of, of talking about full whole babies. They call them in, an intact case. I guess the case is the body that encases the organs that they harvest from the poor, innocent, dead baby. She says, oh yeah, this is, quote, oh yeah, you have intact cases, which we've done a lot. Admitting it right there, they're selling whole aborted babies for profit. We sometimes ship those back to our lab in its entirety. Telling the lab it's coming, they'll open the box and go, OMG. But it's, oh my, you know. 
like I guess they're so excited and happy about this. Now, I just so happened to be in Asheville, North Carolina yesterday with a couple of my listeners and about 235 other people there protesting the Planned Parenthood there in Asheville. And um, I, I've heard, I mean, just read horror stories about Asheville as far as the Satanist population, the occultists, and the pagans and stuff like that. And then I got to kind of see a little bit of that. Well, no, actually, I got to see quite a bit more of that when I went to that Morality Monday. It was like, I don't know, it was a year ago um, with that uh, black robe preacher that was up there preaching and having all the gays in the in the pro-abortion and the pro-lesbian and the pro-evil crowd cheer him on quoting bible twisting i should say twisting uh bible um letting basically placating them and tickling their ears so that they he was telling them what they wanted to hear literally it was probably about five thousand people when taylor and i showed up it was just off a whim we, we just so happened to be driving by and like, what's this We've just been praying up against this uh castle where they it's reported they sacrifice people and we've been uh we're coming down from that from the high uh, overlooking Asheville, and you know I, I've, I've given that story before but this was this was different i mean we uh we got there devil did not want me to go had my had my uh alarm in this one particular phone i used never ever had it malfunctioned and it didn't go off got up it was in some weird screen and the alarm had been turned off (laughs) i checked it three times before i went to bed three times just to be on the safe side now it's turned off some weird crazy screen i was like an hour no i was well no i was i was way over an hour late to uh, probably pick my listener up greg to go there and um but we got there We, we got there you know a little bit after it, it uh, started but man i it was really encouraging so that's for me that's about mm, about 83 about 80 85 miles i i really felt more compelled to go to Asheville because i it's the high place it's the highest place in north carolina where they do abortions and i, I know it has a, a huge occult population and I saw it firsthand when I was up there. I really felt more compelled to go there than Charlotte, which would have been closer. And I had some listeners that, that lived in that area, you know, as well. And um, so we got there, and, and I, I saw my other listener, and, and uh, man, they had signs. And it was really awesome to just be there. And we had absolutely overwhelming numbers regarding the um, people that were there to... Uh, I don't know, defend Planned Parenthood, I guess you would say. Um, I think half of them, probably half of them, most of them older women worked there because we saw them walk back over there when some of them were done. And I don't know if they were being paid to be over there. Uh, We had at one point, I think the total number, and and it might have been more, but we had about 235 people now i was a little bit nervous the week before when i looked on their facebook page it was like 11 said they were going i'm not on facebook so i was just kind of looking i'm like ah there'll be more now and then a couple days before it said like 31 i'm like okay 
well, this is getting better. And then I got there and it was like, whoa, it was like hundreds, you know, it was, it was I guess 235 when it was all said and done. And, um, uh, really encouraging to see that. Now granted there, you know, every church in the area should have been there, uh, that, that would name the name of Christ, but at least it was, you know, it was a good showing. And I, yes, I do think these Planned Parenthood videos have gotten a lot of people really stirred up, um, and, a lot of support from people driving by. The one guy was had this, I guess, honk for life campaign. We talked to him, and a lot of people were just, I mean, just laying on the horn and, and, and beeping like crazy as they went by. I mean, a ton of people the whole day, or, or the whole time we were there. We were probably there for, I don't know, three and a half, four hours. We were there long after. We were one of the last ones to leave. Um, it had already kind of ended, but, um, there was, I would have to say, I'm thinking maybe at one point, like 10 to 15 people that were there probably at maximum for, um, like supporting Planned Parenthood. They had people and, and again, it was all, all older women that were in like the parking lot and they're wearing their, their, these hot pink Planned Parenthood t-shirts. Now this is the clinic that when I was there at Morality Monday, <laughs> Immorality Monday, as, as my uh, listener uh, Daniel pointed out, I'm like, yeah, that's a better name for it. Um, this was the clinic that had just got shut down. And when I got there, I'm like, this isn't where I remember their Planned Parenthood clinic. Well, that was because the other one got shut down for all kind of gross health violations. And, and I really believe it was answer to prayer, but they reopened up this clinic. They put like $2 million into it or something, I heard, uh, and, and reopened it here. And so they had women uh, in the parking lot kind of standing there. And then the cops showed up. I don't know, probably a good, we'd been there for about a half hour, and there was like three cop cars that kind of streamed in one part, and then they left, and about 15, 20, 30, you know, they left. There was no, there was no, um, you know, fights breaking out or anything, and, um, probably how, mm, I was probably one of the <laughs> more aggressive ones there, I, anyway, uh, yeah, I have a hard time keeping my mouth shut in those types of situations. Because the guy came over, one of the guy, main guys, he says, okay, whatever you do, don't don't um, engage or dialogue with any of the people on the on the road that might pull up to you, and it doesn't matter if they're screaming at you or whatever. Guy yesterday, I guess he got sent to jail there or something. Because they had it the day before, uh, where it was more of a honk for life thing. And I guess the guy was talking to the, in some police saw it and, and i don't know if they hauled him off to jail or whatever i'm like this is ridiculous i don't care if they haul me off to jail whatever and i just you know there's no way i'm keeping my mouth shut somebody comes up and this this lady pulls up and she was she was a black lady and, and she pulls up and she's screaming at, at us um you're not going to be the one you got all these signs and you're doing all this stuff but you're not going to be the one that, that wants to that's going to take care of any of these babies and, and I just kept saying to her, I said, ma'am, I said, it's premeditated murder. What's going on in there? That's a bottom line. You can use any justification you want to use. 
What's going on in there is premeditated murder, and there's plenty of people that would adopt these babies. Plenty. There's not enough babies to even... We have right now, we're at like a 1.9% birth rate. Um, I know in the Caucasian race. I'm not 100% sure on all the demographics. You have to have at least a 2.1 birth rate to maintain a populace. A populace will eventually collapse if you don't have a 2.1, meaning a couple produces 2.1 on average children. If you get below 2, your society will eventually collapse. It will not be able to sustain itself because it's not replenishing. You're going to end up having a very elderly population with nobody to take care of them in the long run. And she's over here screaming all this stuff and and so i just you know i just let her know so i didn't get kicked out for that and then um um and my listeners were, were right next to me too so we were you know we were probably some of the most vocal i'd have to say out of the 230 something um i'm not bragging i'm just saying we were kind of you know that way and so um then this one lady, one of the many, um, well, one of the few supporters of Planned Parenthood, this little Nazi witch, she probably couldn't weigh more than 95 pounds, probably in her 50s, um, and the women that were there were all like, probably like in their 50s to 60s, every one of them. It was all white white women in their 50s to 60s to 40s. I'd say. And there was one that was like, she looked like a goth or something. And they had a couple guys there, a couple elderly men. And so this one lady starts walking around with this sign. She's, got, she's had the sign, but I guess she's just got to get it in everybody's face that Planned Parenthood saves lives. Me and her didn't square off. She didn't get near me. Um, I'm not saying I would, you know, I'm not going to do anything to anybody. I, I'm just saying that I, I would not have, have put up with her either. I would have, would have probably, because what's going on in there is murder. You know, they're murdering babies in there. So I'm rather passionate about the subject. You know, where else can you go in America and premeditatedly murder anyone? including an unborn child, where can you commit premeditated murder and it be legal of the most innocent sect of our population? Planned Parenthood. So I'm rather passionate. So I saw her walking. She's she's putting it, this sign in people's face. I'm like, oh yeah, how does that work? Planned Parenthood saves lives. Yeah. The 60 million aborted babies saves lives. It really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It, it, it was the exact opposite. And I screamed at her in the middle of the, of the intersection, woe them to call evil good and good evil. And everybody kind of looked at me. But anyway, I, I, you know. I mean, she's there basically a banner for Satan. And I'm sure other people said stuff to her too. 
so we were there and i mean for the most part it was it was a ton of support it was really a um encouraging awesome thing to be a part of i didn't think that many people were going to show up uh, i didn't know what kind of opposition we were going to have uh there were i don't know the whole day i can remember three people you know pulling up or or driving by basically with you know just giving us the middle finger the whole time um a lot some people like would just like because we were at an intersection there was a light and some people would would like tear out of there with their cars maybe in protest and but but really the vast majority was 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 uh supporting what we were doing it, it seemed from the people that were honking and, and stuff like that and then at the end my uh my friend my listener greg who does who does a lot of stuff like this anyway on the street with signs and stuff like that he's he says i, I want to go over there um where all the you know the abortion protesters are and i want to have my signs that with them so he starts walking over there and uh, he gets over there and i see him over there he's by himself basically and i said oh man we got to go over there i said we might get in trouble we, we need to go over there so me and daniel walked over and um it was literally catty corner it was far, the farthest point in the protest from us so we we kind of worked our way over there and greg's already in this heated debate with this i don't know really three ladies but one lady in particular about the whole you know abortion issue and it's the same old rhetoric except this time she was throwing god into it i'm a jewish believer and i i uh i believe god's shown me he's he's appeared to me in dreams and 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 basically evidently that this is all good and and that who would take i grew up in a foster home and i i didn't have food to eat and these basically these babies need to die because she went hungry when she was little in a foster home so they need there nobody to adopt them and, and all of the same lies and so in other words it's all justification for murder we need to murder them because because these babies there's nobody to take care of nobody wants them they're 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 not a baby that's another thing they're not a baby they're just a you know which is really tougher and tougher with all these planned parenthood tapes that have come out you know and and greg was there um kind of you know engaging her in this and i just couldn't keep my mouth shut i'm like are you kidding me i'm like you're telling me it said you're going to invoke the Bible. You're going to invoke the Old Testament because she was saying I go by the Old. I said I said, and you're telling me God's telling you that this is all good and this is all right, and they're not. I I said, and I'll the the Bible verse just smashed into my head. Before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. To Jeremiah. I said the Bible says He knows us before. We're formed in the womb. You, you're saying you go by the Old Testament. That's the Old Testament. Oh, and she was getting really super flustered, and 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 um, you could just tell she was. She didn't want to engage at that point, and I just kept I kept quoting scripture, you know. And, and Greg was there, and Daniel was there, and 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 we were, you know, basically quoting scripture, and then the one. Uh, I, I kind of forget 
what she, but she was getting super, super flustered. And uh, I forget what she said. And it, it's kind of hard when you're in the, kind of in the, the heat of battle. Um, but I'm like, this is premeditated murder is what we're dealing with here. Bottom line, you can justify it any way you want to justify it. Same old rhetoric, same old stuff. It's premeditated murder. And you're telling me, you're saying your God is justifying this. And he said it's okay. Well, then you're not hearing from God, ma'am. Child sacrifice is absolutely condemned in the Old Testament. And then the lady, one of the other ladies came over and, and, and she was like about going, getting ready to go on a nervous breakdown at that point. And, and, and I mean, I wasn't threatening her or anything. I mean, you know, but I'm, I am passionate about whatever, you know, about this subject uh, extremely. And I just, I can't, I don't know. The thing is, is I, I by nature am not a confrontational person. I don't like doing that. I, don't, I, I like helping people. I like actually being nice to people. I really do. So it's really not in my nature to want to do that. So there's a part of me that feels bad in a way because I'm like, oh, man, I don't, you know, I don't. I, I, but then again, I'm thinking, well, what about all the babies being slaughtered over there right across the road? What about their voice, you know? You know, and, and again, I didn't cuss. I didn't say anything inappropriate. And Greg didn't, neither did Dan. Nobody, you know. But you could tell they were visibly upset and flustered. And I'm sure thinking in their own mind, reaffirming in their own mind, all oh, these terrible pro-lifers. And well, yeah, because, you know, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Absolutely. You want to say, if you're going to vote God, it makes my job so much easier. If you're a Satanist, okay, fine. That's fine. I know what ground, but you're telling me you're. She said she's. I'm Jewish. I believe in the Old Testament. God's told me I'm. I'm like, well, okay. You got a big problem because you know. The God of the Old Testament is the same God of the New Testament, and He'd never condone child sacrifice, and He would never tell you that. So, in other words, you're not hearing from God. And then the one lady is like, "Okay, come on, come on, let's let's." Um, we were having a civil dialogue till you shut up, meaning me, and I'm like, with other people that were there too, I guess. And so they were like, they didn't, yeah, they, they, she pulled her away and she's like, no, 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 come on, come on. Let's get, let's get away from here. And so they went way down there away from us. We just stood there with our signs and I, I kind of fell back as I'm like, I feel like I was a bully, but you know, I didn't physically threaten anybody. I didn't cuss at her. I didn't, you know, none of them. And so but they they did their thing down there and, and they're you know and at that point it had gotten where the the actual time allotted for the protest where it said you know it was we were way past that and almost most people were gone so we we ended up um taking the signs because they had a whole bunch of extra signs we, we took them back over across where we talked to the guy who put it together he was very encouraged and then um you know, then we went back home. So, uh, all in all, really good experience. Um, uh, very encouraging. Uh, really good energy. Yeah, there were some. There were some obviously Catholics there and stuff. And 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 uh, 
before we left. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, I told I told Greg and Daniel, I'm like, we need to pray, and I want to literally pray, pray on their property. You know, claim this land from God. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. You know, this is God's plan. It's not Satan's. He doesn't own this. When he's in the lake of fire, you know, for eternity, him and his fallen angels and all the demons and devils, they're not going to own anything, you know, in the universe. So, we, like, the the pro-lifers, I think, had gotten there first, and they were able to claim that big sidewalk that ran around the whole front of the facade of Planned Parenthood where I was kind of glad because I didn't want the, the pro-death crowd, because that's what they are, the pro-death, um, to have that where they're actually claiming that. We actually all had pro-lifers. But, um, so we, we knelt in prayer there, like on the, gr- the little grass, uh, grassy swale that kind of went up to the Planned Parenthood parking lot. And we prayed uh, for a while there. And I look over, I hear something, I look over and there's some Catholic lady that comes over, sees us praying. Now she's, she's thinking she's doing a good thing. She comes over, she's got holy water and she's throwing it all over the grass next to us. I'm like, oh man. Oh boy, I hope that didn't hinder things too much. But anyway, I mean, I pray, I pray their souls be saved. You know, I truly do. I, I. You know, praying a rosary, doing their heli water, I mean, unholy water, sorry, um, and all that iconic, idolatrous icons and stuff they worship. And they had a picture of Sananda, Master Jesus, Emmanuel up there that, you know. Um, but the, really, the vast majority I would just view as non Catholic Christian. That was the, the majority. So, um, when I got home, I wanted to check to see if anything had kind of, and I'm sure more stuff's going to come out about this, but I'm looking at this report online, and it's um, thousands of pro-life activists descended upon Planned Parenthood clinics on Saturday to participate in a nationwide protest aimed at cutting off federal funding for the controversial health organization. Now, this is just a normal news report. This isn't a Christian news report. They're just reporting on it. The demonstrations unfolded at about 320 clinics around the nation so as far as i know there's never been anything quite like this on this scale regarding planned parenthood ever um which is really i'm sure in god's eyes that in and of itself the last statement i just made probably very grievous to god because planned parenthood should have never ever been allowed to be legal ever i mean the whole murdering of babies should have never you know roe versus wade or whatever it should have never been allowed yeah i just i wanted to just refresh my memory on roe versus wade um 1973 it was actually decided january 22nd 1973 um, landmark decision by the United States Supreme Court on the issue of abortion decided simultaneously with the companion case Doe versus Bolton. The court ruled 7-2 that a right to privacy under due process clause of the 14th Amendment extended a woman's decision to have an abortion. Um, 
the thing is, is the, at that point, if the church had turned up in mass, which it obviously had the numbers, this could have been totally overturned right off the bat. But, you know, again, the church had already yoked up with the state by then. Well yoked up. Isn't it funny that after this 501c3 thing started happening in like the 50s and then you start to see all these other things, dominoes start to fall that would have never been tolerated, you know, even 30, 40 years prior to that, ever. But when the church yoked up this up with the state with their 501c3 and through the IRS, the churches became corporations with the CEO being the pastor, board of directors being the deacons, then then you start to see all these dominoes start to fall that would have probably never happened had that not... I, I think it was just a major linchpin for that. Took Paradise Schools, Roe versus Wade. I'm sure there's a lot of other things I'm leaving out. And so this is when um, when the, those this all started to happen. So <clears throat> there was 320 clinics around the nation where people turned up to uh, protest. Now, I mostly went there really i think the most important thing to do while you're on site was pray and and from a spiritual level you know because if everybody's out there holding signs and and that's great but nobody's praying while they're on site it's not to me it's it's more the spiritual battle more than anything that i'm looking at um the protest kicked off at 9 a.m. most places saturday and included speakers prayer groups chants as well as signs distributed by organizers um, some of them said Planned Parenthood sells baby parts. There was a whole bunch of people with a ton of different signage. It was really, really cool. Um, and then I got a whole bunch of actual Twitter pictures of protests throughout the country. Here's one from Minnesota, St. Paul. This one, uh, final count, 1,600 people at Pro-Life in Aurora, Illinois. 1,600 people. Now, we had about 225, 235, I, I forget, he told us. Um, but that was way more than he thought or, or, or what was indicated on the Facebook page. Um, and, you know, um, Asheville's not a, as big of a demographic as a lot of other places either. Uh, then this lady said, or no, uh, David T. Welch said, a count was taken now at Fort Worth. I'm assuming Texas, Planned Parenthood, at least 520. Excellent. And then this uh, gentleman, John B. Smith, said hundreds lining the street around Planned Parenthood in southeast Houston in today's protest. Uh, there And there's all Twitter pics to go along with these. I, I give you this stuff in the PDF for the teaching for uh, August 23rd, 2015, if you want to check that out. And then this one, Plano, I'm, I'm assuming it's uh, Plano, Texas. Um, knew a guy named Nick Plano once, and my, my friend always used to ask him, are you Nick Plano or just plain old Nick? Get it? Sorry, anyway. Uh, so anyway, Plano, Texas, protest, uh, 350 folks. <laughs> Taylor's shaking her head at me. <laughs> I always loved that joke. I thought it was funny. Anyway, um, so let's go further here. Um, then another one, over 600, Planned Parenthood, and that's where Dave, Coach Dave Dobmeyer was, was Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. So over 600 there. Uh, over 850 plus protesters at Falls Church, Virginia. 
I mean, these are good numbers comparatively. If you look at, um, I think numbers from the past or whatever, these are these numbers are significantly higher. Uh, over one thousand in Aurora, Illinois, and I yeah, I'd already talked about them a little bit. That was like sixteen hundred in Aurora. I mean, they had a whole field there of people it looked like that were there. Um, and some of it too is probably logistics because. Like, where we were at, I mean, you, you didn't know, like, okay, if I park here, am I going to get towed? Am I going to, you know what I mean? So, um, some of it could be a logistical factor, you know, uh, about getting people there. And, and um, I had to park way up on this hill and then, you know, come down. And I, I wasn't sure about where I parked either. So, I was just happy when I got back to my, my vehicle that uh, it was still there. It wasn't towed or I didn't have a ticket on it. Um, so let's go further. Uh, probably 600 or so protesting in Lincoln, Nebraska. Stretches about a quarter of a mile. Yeah, I can see that. We had, because uh, we were on the sidewalk. So, I mean, we looked down at one point, man. They were way down the one side, and they were on the other side of the road. It was just, it was a really good uh, feeling to, to see that. So that's pretty much what happened um, yesterday. So that was good, you know, it, it's, you know, I report on all this negative stuff, and it was good to see there, you know, and then we're at an incredibly negative place, where, where incredibly negative things are going on, but it was a very positive experience overall to see the, the support there, and, and to see this growing groundswell, people waking up regarding this issue, knowing that this is probably the main reason as far as of all the reasons God would judge America, this would have to probably be at the top of the list. So we're kind of at ground zero for what, you know, why, why God would judge America. And, and the most nearest, dearest thing to Satan's cold black heart would be Planned Parenthood. That's his, that's his baby. You know, that, that's his, uh, no, you know, no satanic pun intended, but, you know, that's, that's, his, that's his brainchild, essentially. And, and there's probably no place in America where, where what's going on warms, warms Satan's cold black heart more than what's going on Planned Parenthood on a daily basis. So, um, and then I got, I, just before I get into my main part of my study, I had a listener uh, ask me, and I've gotten this quite a few times, um, and I, that's why I wanted to mention this kind of near the start. A uh, listener question about getting unsubscribed for my newsletters uh i she says i don't know how i became unsubscribed can you please reverse reverse this so i may receive e-audios newsletters and health reports now i can't just so everyone knows i can do that but it's it's a it's a it's very hard for me to actually go in there and add a subscriber see it's all automated so if you find yourself unsubscribed usually you'll get i think an email that'll ask you if to confirm it. Don't confirm it, okay? But if all of a sudden you find you're just not getting them, number one, check your spam filters, if you've got any. And, because um, it might be catching them, I think my my newsletters, everything that I send out is being highly censored at this point. Make sure you do that. Um, that would be the first thing I would say to do. Uh, spam filters check that if you're still not getting them resubscribe just go to go to the website contendingfortruth.com right on the right upper side you scroll down just a little 
and you can resubscribe back to it. It'll, it'll add you back on, no problem. And, and so it's easier for you to do that than, than uh, it's probably about 20 times easier at least for you to do that for, than for me to actually add you back on. Because I actually have to go in there and go way into the program and copy and paste addresses and stuff like that. So it's all automated at this point, and I really don't have any control um, uh, over that process. And, and that's why we did it, because I, I just, before trying to add things on manually was just untenable. Couldn't do it. Uh, now, but here's the main reason, okay, that people are getting unsubscribed. So, you have to put in these newsletters, and, and the, the email service that I use, it, you know, that goes by whatever internet uh, guidelines are established, you have to give somebody an option to unsubscribe. Okay, now, the end at the bottom of every newsletter that is sent out, and again, this is all an automated thing. I'm not doing this manually. It's just automatically done, is an unsubscribe link. If you click on that by accident, and then I guess I think you have to get a confirmation email, um, you'll be unsubscribed. Now, if you forward the email... You can have other people unsubscribing for you. And I think that's a big reason people end up not receiving the newsletter. So if you forward it to somebody, try to remember to remove the unsubscribe link. I know that's a hassle, but there's really no other uh, option on my end. I, I, I have to have that when I send out the newsletters from it from a, you know, you know, in order to prevent spam and, and all that other stuff, you've got, and, and if somebody doesn't want to receive it, the, the link's right there. But if you forward it to somebody and they don't like what they're seeing or whatever, and they unsubscribe, thinking maybe they're getting the newsletter by chance, then you're going to be off the list because that unsubscribe link is specific for your email address. So I wanted just to kind of let people know that. Um, but it's easy to resubscribe. All you got to do is go to my, my website on the right side there. You can resubscribe. So um, another thing, just a few tips to save some money. Because I know in today's day and age, money's getting tighter and tighter. And, and, and um, just some things that I do, and these are just a few things popped into my head. I mentioned this before. I really believe in this gas additive that I've been using. It's called PR-G, P-R-I-G. Uh, P-R-I-G. And I really 100% believe that this stuff works. And yes, it costs some money initially to buy it, but I do believe that on, in the long run, you will save way more money than it costs you to buy this stuff as far as increased gas mileage. I use it every tank. And um, like I buy the one, and this is the one I re would recommend you buy, um, it comes in three different containers. Do not buy the gallon container of this stuff because it doesn't have a little pre-measured thing that you squeeze the bottle on the lower sizes and it like fills up to however much you want, whether you want a half, um, I don't know, like a one or two ounces or something. Um, there's one that comes where it treats 512 gallons and that's the one I buy. It's a 32 ounce. Um, for convenience sake, that's the one I recommend. Um, you can do the 16, the, the 16 ounce, which treats like 230, 256 gallons. Um, you can try that. 
if you want, if you want to try it out in your car. But use it every tank. If you don't use it every tank, I find it's not as dramatic. And it's, it tends to work almost better. And um, um, I got a vehicle recently, this SUV, that um, my, my other vehicle was really getting high mileage. And, and the Lord enabled me um, through some donations that came in and things like this for us to get a new vehicle. And it gets, it got real bad gas mileage when I first bought it. It was like not good. And I've been using this stuff and I've been going, you can do a keyword search to find ethanol free gas stations. Now granted the gas is somewhat higher, but you're going to get better gas mileage on that alone. This ethanol garbage is garbage. It's made from corn and they're using half our, our croplands to make this corn that's either used for high fructose corn syrup or ethanol fuel, which is total garbage. We've got tons of, of, of gas we don't even tap into. And then they suppress all the, the free energy and all the alternative energies and kill the, the inventors off and stuff like that. Um, so this is a really good product that if you use it on a consistent basis, you're going to get better. And especially if you're on the highway and stuff like that, even, even driving around town, you're going to see, a, I have seen a huge increase in gas mileage. You can just tell. I mean, it's significant. So I think it's, it's just a really good way. They have it for diesel, gasoline, and then also for small engines. Um, uh, it says, well... Improves fuel economy by four to five percent. I I would say it's way more than that. Way way more. I don't know whether they're saying that because they know if they put high numbers, they're going to get shut down. But I'm telling you, it's way more than four to five percent. Um. Anyway, but yeah, try that. Try that. It's uh, the website is priproducts.com, or you can I give you a, a link here. Um, on all the eBay people that are selling it. You can get you can do the 16 ounce which treats 256 gallons of gas for like 23 bucks shipped with free shipping in the United States. And um, like I said, it will it will pay for itself. It will I can't even imagine using not using this stuff now that I've been using it. Um, and then another little thing you can do to save money. All the stuff with razors now, where you've got these... I was in the store the other day, and I was, my mind was blown. I looked over $40 for, like, the biggest whiz-bang razor cartridges that there were. I mean, they need to have a security guard that just guards the razor section, essentially. Because, I mean, it's like Fort Knox... When you look over, if you look at like for by the, if, if you like weighed the things out and then you calculated the price, it's like, you know, you're getting up to like somewhere between gold and silver on the price scale range of these razor cartridges. It's so outrageous. I go through about two razor cartridges a year. Yeah. Okay. Now granted, I supplement it with an electric shaver, but I will use the razor quite often here's what you do i learned this a long time ago when i was a teenager remember how they used to have that catalog called sharper image 
don't know if you remember that. I and mean, they maybe they still have it. I don't know. And it was all the cutting edge new gadgets. And you know, I grew up with, with my parents, and they were they were whiz bang gadget. My especially my dad kind of people, and we had we had some disposable income. So we got this magazine, and I remember I ordered this thing, and it was this little razor cup that you put your razor in with basically I think. And it was some supposed oil they had with it. And it turned out you can use about any oil. You can use mineral oil. You can use baby oil. I'm not real wild about those because they're kind of, a, of more of a synthetic nature. But um, I've, used, uh, I've used olive. I've used grapeseed. Um, about any oil will work. You put, when you're done with the, with the razor, after you've used it, you just shake it off. You put it in there. I don't. Some people say you got to dry it with a towel or a blow dryer. Nah, I've never done that. And the and the things last. You wouldn't believe how long a razor lasts if you just keep it, keep it in that oil between uses. What the reason the razor's dull primarily is not because of the shaving process itself. It is more the oxidation that happens on the blades. Oxidation is essentially like rust that dull the blades between uses. Now, this is a gigantic racket. This is all about reoccurring revenue. This is all about getting you to buy. I, I, I mean, I hear, like, I listen to Sean Hayden. I'm part of this whatever club. Get a new razor, like, every day or whatever. I'm like, what? New razor every day? Basically a fresh razor every day. I'm like, you're getting one use out of a razor. Are you kidding me? How incredibly inefficient and and granted that club he's talking about, yeah, it's a lot cheaper than the regular razors you're gonna buy in the store and just pay through the nose for. But I'm thinking, I go through like two razors a year. Literally, I'm not exaggerating, okay? And I've done this for years. And you're telling me you get one use out of it. Nothing like a fresh razor. And I'm not talking about razors where it's cut my face up either. I'm talking about I'm, I'm using them and they're, they're good blades. Now, you know, I'm not saying everybody's going to be able to do what I do. But I'm telling you, you're going to be able to extend the life of a razor. And if you've got multiple people in a household using razors and you're just going to like a drugstore and buying them, this one little tip I'm telling you could save you, I don't even know how much per year. Between that and the gas tip I just gave you, you're going to save a ton. So that's something really easy. Now, I don't know, I, I don't think, like I have a, the, I still have the cup from Sharper Image for the razor. It's, it fits perfect. Uh, you're going to have to kind of improvise on that one. A little glass cup would work or even a little plastic thing. Um, really is re rectangular cup that you know where you're not wasting a lot of oil um i keep it you know in that all the time and man those, those blades you wouldn't believe how long they last for when you keep that oil on them okay and then the last thing is is if you are using essential oils okay like in home use i hadn't really looked at this in a while and when i went back and started researching about um essential oil diffusers i noticed that what's taken over these ultrasonic diffusers and i didn't really know a lot about them but what it is 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 it's a like an essential oil diffuser but you fill the reservoir with water and then you put in like let's say 
10 to 15 to 20 drops of a particular oil. Um, I use multiple different oils in there. And um, it's way more efficient than using a flat essential oil diffuser. Essential oil diffuser is just the oil. And man, can that get expensive. I'm talking you could go through, you know, a $50 essential oil in a not long period of time, like in a day, easily. And, you know, with a regular essential oil diffuser that's non-diluted. These, these new ones, I really think it gets it into the air. It's more efficient. It uses the water vapor to, I think, attach onto it. So you're getting that, and, and a little bit goes a lot longer than you would if you're going to diffuse it straight out. So you're going to, if you do use essential oils or you're thinking about it, go the essential oil diffuser route. Amanda's Apothecary probably has, I really believe, some of the best essential oils. They're a little new age. I'm sorry about that. Pray over the oils when you get them. Um, it, most of all these places are when it comes to essential oils. Uh, I think that now, NOW, Now Foods, has really good organic essential oils, but they don't have a huge selection um, of the organics. Um, I use the organic peppermint a lot just because I have it with me all the time. It's a cooling oil. It's um, just an awesome oil. I carry it with me everywhere. I have for years. And they've got a really good lavender, um, which is like the Swiss Army knife of all oils. They've got a good peppermint. And they've got a good organic lemon that it's pretty hard to beat their prices. Amanda's Apothecary has a lot of really good oils, and they've got some excellent prices, plus they've got diffusers. You can find them online, Amanda's Apothecary. Um, they've got some really, I bought one of their ultrasonic diffusers, and um, it's just one of the best investments. It was like, you know, they're like 50, for their, their good one, it's like 50-something bucks, and it's like, you know, hopefully last indefinitely. And you're going to save so much money because if you're buying the diffuser itself you're just not gonna uh, uh you're gonna you're gonna blow through so much money on that thing and in the days and times we have coming if there is a pandemic okay and this is where the rubber meets the road on this it's one thing to have aromatherapy and all of the benefits of essential oils are, are amazing the different ones but if you got into a pandemic scenario Okay, and you had, let's say you had your mild silver protein for the pandemic, and you have your, your um, oh, all, all of the, the, the suits that you can have to protect yourself if you had to go out in the public, and, and all of those things. Having a diffuser, and particularly if you had a, a room where, uh, let's say, people were coming in and out of, what it would do is be a very highly preventative thing for passing any type of pandemic on airborne wise because if you have certain essential oils running through the diffuser they're going to be antimicrobial they're going to be antiviral you're going to be killing these things in the air an ozonator is very good for that as well okay but an ultrasonic diffuser, if you were going to have this thing running all the time, is the way to go. Because you can literally run, like, for 12 hours straight with a little bit of essential oil. And you're getting, by far, the most bang for your buck that way. And I do, I do advise, you know, having these, you know, for even a pandemic scenario. And 
the uh, ozonators as well, you know, to have different things to fall back on. And it, it's really good for your moods and for brain, brain clarity and, and all that, that stuff. There's, there's tons of benefits there. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to mention that. Now, I'm already, sorry, already through the, uh, my first part of the teaching. So I'm going to go ahead and end part one here. And we will get into the main part of our teaching next. So God bless you, and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.